Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, May 15. This is The Daily Walk. I'm Becky D'Olivera. And I'm Japheth D'Olivera. Uh, Japheth, go ahead and have prayer for us. Yeah. He does the praying. I do the reading. Yeah, this is uh, it's good. It's good. It works out well. All right, let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, again, beautiful morning. Um, I ask in the Lord for uh, your blessing on today. Uh, give us new insight as we read this paraphrase uh, of the scripture here. We ask God for uh, this fresh anointing of your spirit in our lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, this week we're reading Romans 1, 8 through 17, and today we're reading from the message paraphrase, which I really like. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Okay. I thank God through Jesus for every one of you. That's first. People everywhere keep telling me about your lives of faith, and every time I hear them, I thank Him. And God, whom I so love to worship and serve by spreading the good news of His Son, the message, knows that every time I think of you in my prayers, which is practically all the time, I ask Him to clear the way for me to come and see you. The longer this waiting goes on, the deeper the ache. I so want to be there to deliver God's gift in person and watch you grow stronger right before my eyes. But don't think I'm not expecting to get something out of this, too. You have as much to give me as I do to you. Please don't misinterpret my failure to visit you, friends. You have no idea how many times I've made plans for Rome. I've been determined to get some personal enjoyment out of God's work among you, as I have in so many other non-Jewish towns and communities. But something has always come up and prevented it. Everyone I meet, it matters little whether they're mannered or rude, smart or simple, deepens my sense of interdependence and obligation. And that's why I can't wait to get to you in Rome, preaching this wonderful news of God. It's news I'm most proud to proclaim, this extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts Him, starting with Jews and then right on to everyone else. God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith, confirming what Scripture has said all along. The person in right standing before God by trusting Him really lives. Hmm. I do like that. It It was kind of long. Yeah. But... I liked it. There are several sentences in there that I really liked the thoughts behind them that didn't appear in other other versions. versions. Yeah, that that, that that just came out straight away. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, here's a question today. Then uh, the recalibrate question for Tuesday, May 15. Whom has Jesus called you to connect with? Whom has Jesus called you to connect with? And I oh think. Oh my I, goodness! Yeah. Can I just, oh, okay. just tell on. a story? All right. Sorry. All right. Okay, oh, because I, I good. you know this about me that I tend to have a belief. Uh-huh. That people are put into my path for a reason. Yes. That if, like if me. I have, co- yes, oh, you're a good. good example. Thank you. 25 <laughs> years later, here we are. So, I mean, yes. <laughs> but no, I, I tend to believe this that oh. if I encounter a person, that's for some reason. There's some, and it's not necessarily that I'm supposed to benefit them in some major way. I think that would be a little, yeah. I'd be thinking rather highly of myself, but I think there must be a reason. But you, you know, this situation that happened a couple of weeks ago, we were at a memorial service for my grandmother. And I don't want to go on and on and on about this, but long story short, a step relative of mine who I have not seen for 35 years reconnected with me. Mm -hmm. Like we said, three words to each other, maybe at the funeral. And Mm -hmm. then I got a friend request 
the same day, and I thought, okay, fine, you know, we can like each other's pictures and whatever. But this quickly became just a weird thing. Um, and again, I don't know how much I, I think most women have probably had this experience. There, there was just a lot of weird messaging and requests for photographs and stuff where I agonized over this for a yeah, full four and a half days. Yeah. And then I blocked the person, which I've never done before. Yeah, I have never time. blocked anyone on social media. I've never had to do that. Um, and I felt guilty about it for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, my aforementioned belief that if someone is put into my mm. path, that that's for a reason that I'm supposed to, I'm kind of responsible for them in some way. And also I thought my grandmother would have been not happy with me for that. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, I've come, I go back and forth on this all the time because I think that people like me who feel obligated to take care of people or help people sometimes can be taken advantage of in weird ways. So I, I don't know whether my idea that I really have to or that I kind of have an obligation to everyone who cro crosses my path is actually healthy or even accurate. So I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, I think that actually that's really that's actually a really good question because this is it leads in from this question that I think uh, Pastor Jessica was looking at here, whom the Jesus called you to connect with. Um, I think that God does call us to connect with lots of people, um, and I think that in in the role of my life, I feel always that God is constantly placing people in my pathway. The difficulty is that there are some people who want to connect with me, but they want to connect with me on a on a deeply personal level. Right. right. And But then I, it, does that mean does Jesus not call you to connect with people on a personal level? Well, like is that like you're like people, whoa 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 don't some get people too I'm close very comfortable because connecting on a personal level right. because their personalities are similar. I know, but know, the very fact that fine, we right? don't feel comfortable <laughs> connecting with somebody doesn't that does this mean Jesus only calls me to connect with people that I feel comfortable around that I like? Yeah. Or that are I hope so. like me. I hope well, so. yeah, no, we all no. hope so. But we know that's not true. Are you sure? So, <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Well, well, so my thing on. is, no, but, but when this person <laughs> crossed my path after 35 years, yeah, was that Jesus wanting me to connect mm. with this person, and did I somehow fail mm. in that, or, or I, I don't know, does the it alternative? All rest on you yes, alone. Yes. Does well, maybe. Well, for Paul, I mean, it definitely rests on him. I mean, he's just saying, look, I've. He says, please don't misinterpret my failures to visit you, friends. I mean, I'm like, I'm, he's saying, I'm trying everything in my power to get to you to oh, preach the gospel. I wanted to ask you about that. This is just a tangent. Yeah. Was he in prison part of those times when he was prevented from going to Rome? I just wondered if that was his way of saying, I, I would have come, but, you know, I've been in a dungeon in chains. <laughs> <laughs> there are some times that he has been. Okay. And other times I wasn't he sure what the timeline is. But he actually never really makes it there. I mean, he just he's on this huge journey, this epic journey to get to Rome. Does he never actually go? to Rome? No. Oh, you're kidding. No. Oh, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Mm. No, it's, it's not sad, though, <laughs> of course it, uh, because he delivers this incredible letter that well, actually is going really to change the entire world. To go. And, I mean, I, I love Rome. Uh, it makes yeah. me feel bad that anyone yeah. should want to go to Rome and not make it. Yeah. It's a yeah. terrible Rome thing. Is, Rome is very pretty. Well. Yeah. I do like it, too. I think, though, that uh, Jesus himself had uh, 12 disciples, and he hung out with three of them in particular. Right? right, and does that mean that you know he didn't love the other guys? I mean, the other guys in in Mark it, it shows that they were kind of disgruntled and upset a little bit there, and that they kind of like walked off. And at one point, they they couldn't even cast out any demons; they were just like failing miserably because they were so 
upset that Jesus had taken the other disciples to the Mount of Transfiguration moment. Uh, and they were like, why didn't he take us? And, and they lost a little bit inside that moment, inside there. And they lost perspective. But Jesus did pick some people, personality-wise, intention of who they are, uh, the possibility of ministry that these people were going to have, and poured more into them. And I think that in the Bible, there's tons of people that have been called to do some specific role. I mean, he didn't call everybody to be a Samson. Right. And so I think that there are people that we connect with naturally that is fine and it's good. And I think there's some people that we're called to connect with that we should we care for and we love, but we may not click personality-wise. Well, what I don't this think question makes me think of is that you you kind of have to be open. You know how we talked about prayer life yeah. yesterday? I mean, one thing you could, and I sometimes, if I remember to do this, I will ask specifically that my path should cross with somebody if that will yeah. be of benefit to them or to me. I don't always think to do that. But I think the openness of being willing and not kind of thinking my social docket is kind of full, like I have enough friends or I have enough yeah. people I don't need another person. Well, You know, I, I think love always has room to expand. You can does. always have more people. It does. I agree and with that as well. more connections are always a good thing. Well, this is, uh, this is heavy. This is heavy and this is good. So let's wrestle through this today. Let's pick it up tomorrow a little bit more. And uh, until then, I want to encourage you guys to look after each other, live love as you follow Jesus. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.